0: Welcome to Rodeo Time Podcast, the, the Rodeo Time Podcast Room, where we are not sp- sponsored by Ozarka. What
1: do you think about that, Cheech? I think, right now, I'm not in the best of just moods to really talk to right now. You shut the air conditioner off, and this is terrible. And you're having, to, you're having to do a podcast during lunch.
0: We shut the AC off, and I just threw your water on the you ground. You said
1: you were cold. I was. I am. Nobody cold. cares if you're cold. They care if we're hot. I'm and plus, my face is gonna look like it's gonna be like. We can turn it on mid podcast.
0: Thank I goodness. I don't see what the problem is. You're with that. getting a lot. Better I wasn't than the only one that was cold. cold.
1: Who else was cold? Donnie, Who was, cold? Donnie. Who was cold. I wasn't cold. Donnie, it's chilly in here. Donnie
0: was cold, and he then nobody Julie really here. cares what Nick feels like because he's an intern.
1: And he still no has offense. the same cast. Nick, that cast kind of smells a little bit. No offense. Sorry, I've been sweating. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I'm glad that you're willing to negotiate. I like negotiation. I like to negotiate.
0: That sounded harsh. It's not that nobody cares what Nick thinks. It's Bill, that his you, vote is worth half. So Donnie and I both no. voted it's cold. You the voted it's hot. The only reason that you're
1: saying that is Nick's
0: because... is half
1: a vote. So it's 2 so to 1.5. That's the only reason you shut the AC off even knowing you didn't care if Donnie was cold or he... What I he heard was him say
0: he was cold. Is that true,
1: Donnie? I did say that. Yeah, well the thing about it is is that your only reason that you're saying that now, you're sounding like a general politician right now. His vote only counts for one and a half. So everybody else just has to go, we just have to do it this way. It doesn't Let's work like see. that in real life.
0: Man, that's where you're that's where you're messing up. Because you're in the Dale warehouse. This isn't the USA house. This is a dictatorship. It's, it's not a, a democracy. Oh, it's a dictatorship. It's a, a dictatorship.
1: Do you know what has happened to the past dictators of the world? Miramar Gaddafi, Saddam Hussein, Hitler, Stalin. I can keep going all day. Mussolini. Yeah. What happened to him?
0: Some of them. They didn't all
2: kill themselves. Did Stalin Stalin end up like that? I think he just died.
1: No, we just went ahead and told him that if you keep messing with the USA, the great U.S. of A., we're just going to run through Germany's tail, and then we're going to go right on up to Russia and go ahead and destroy your face, too. Okay, well... If you keep messing with Dale Brisby. What Oh, what? Uh, yeah, what? exactly. Dale, first of all, thanks for having us on your podcast. This dictatorship, Dale Tatorship.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm sorry that AC's not on. We're not here to talk about you and your sweaty armpits.
1: I don't have sweaty armpits.
0: We want to hear from Nick. <sighs> Nick what is you want to hear from me. Nick has been here
1: for a minute.
0: Yeah, I know. and that's what we're going to talk about. Everybody is interested. What What do you think about all of it, Nick? You've been an intern for a month. Ain't Man. it been Ain't it been a month?
3: It's been yeah, probably yeah, a month, four weeks.
0: Okay, um, so
3: gosh dang it! What'd you do?
0: Tell me what your thoughts are. Surprise! What What has surprised you? What has not surprised you? How um, you feel?
3: Well, um, I kind of found what I like to do, which is just ranching. Yep. And um of course like learning from the greatest cowboy of all time. <clears> I'm at a great spot to learn how to, you know, get handy and um eventually one day be able to go and work somewhere or um do what I really enjoy, which is ranching. Which mic is he? Uh
2: he should be number four. You
3: number gotta turn four you up. You gotta turn me up. More game there you go what if I just get really close uh, one
0: of the two but you got headphones on so okay bingo good deal can you hear me now so you um, did you not expect to want to ranch this hard
3: I didn't expect to want to ranch this hard but like now I'm like alright all my chips are on the table I'm I'm full sending it with the ranching
0: yeah cause I'm taking you this evening to learn how to shoe horses yes sir. that's really want to ranch if you want to i mean mm. we'll see i'm, I'm we'll really see. excited not, about it you may not you may not like it after you get into it i
3: mean like i may hate it but i'm excited to learn and try it out
0: yeah horseshoeing is i mean that's honest labor right there yes sir. And you gotta have a strong back i think you could do it I'm just saying, like, it's one of those things, I believe, that a guy has to do for a a certain amount of time before he can put a firm yes or no on, I think. So labor-intensive. So what do you think about shoeing horses? You ever tried to shoe a horse?
1: Yeah, I used to trim my own horses, and then I decided that. I had a strong back and an even stronger mind and decided that this is not the way for me to... uh, save money. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: but but seriously though, like if you if you do not mind hard work. Yeah. So like if it is if if you are sitting at your own house and it's a Saturday and you find yourself like you're okay with just balls to the wall hard work. Yes sir. Um like that kind of like you're moving cross ties, you're doing, you know, heavy lifting you're rearranging your barn your feed room like you unload a pallet of you you move a pallet of feed just because you want it on the other side like if if you're like that kind of worker i think that it could be for
1: but but the other thing about chewing horses is though as uh i got a few friends that shoe horses and you gotta uh, w- like it's a skill set it's a, it's a trade and it's a trade that is going to be around for as long as there's horses around, you got to be able to do that well, not only that but you got to have it up here because you got to have hand eye coordination. Uh, you got to understand what you're looking at. you got to understand uh, you know horse feet the way that the, the, the anatomy of a horse horse's foot and then you uh, got to put it all together because there's a difference between somebody just uh, taking a double lot or not. And just hot nailing it and quickening it on there because you can uh, really ruin a horse's foot and really ruin a good horse if you uh, just not paying attention. And and so I think I would never ever 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 when you find a horseshoer, it's like finding a doctor. That's just, that's that's it. Like you don't ever tell them how to do their job. You just let them do it.
0: Right. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. And that's who I'm, I'm taking you to. One of the greats. But, golly, you can you can make some money. You can stack up some money. What? Like gosh. I mean, you trimming. How long did it take Corey to trim to to shoe those four horses? He shod three horses, and and then he trimmed Boone. Yes, yeah, sir. He um,
3: well, he was there for about three hours, and I mean, or four hours, and then he was, you know. Hanging, hanging out, out. with yeah, with us, out, too. Yeah. So he wasn't just like... I know. want to say three hours. I think it took him three hours, and that's with him hanging out with us. That's
0: 340 bucks. Yes, sir. Now, so, he also, you know... He
3: also manages a ranch, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he does. He doesn't, like, full-time shoe horses anymore. He's yes, got sir. a few, like, NFR guys that um, are going down, the, like Clay Smith. He'll yep. shoe their horses. Uh, um, somebody else. And then, of course, Dale Brisby's same caliber of cowboy, and but he was he was a shoe and full time apprentice for a guy down the road, Bruce Gibbs. Yes, sir. Anyway, um, he I don't know. I'd be interested to see how long it took Corey to get to where he's at. But
2: said he's been doing it about five years. Yeah.
0: And then I think he worked for him
3: for two years. I think is what he said.
0: Yeah. So, and. I think you know going from place to place obviously takes time he had to drive over here you got the visiting so i I don't want to say it's a hundred dollars an hour if it took him three hours you know because he obviously had to put more time into it between travel and getting somewhere but yeah if you're able to go to two places you know it's almost 700 bucks yes sir but um that's 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 good money
1: there's uh there's guys that i know right now that are at uh they go pull up at uh outlaw equine there in decatur yes sir they're there five days a week and they have horses just tied up to to the rack and those guys uh they are they're there shoeing horses from the time that place opens to the time it shuts down, and sometimes they're you know, I think vets and there's certain vets that work with shewers and then there's shewers that that fly to different barns, and those guys are making, uh, I wouldn't say like pocketing in their money, but they're on the same call level for real as a as a specialist and a doctor because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't think about this. This is this is I'm going to bring another aspect to this, horses that are competing at the NFR are just like just like athletes you only want one person in that same person consistent work and these bucking horses too like guys I'm gonna tell you something these bucking horses when it's time for them to get a trim they it, it's pretty cool I've, I've I've witnessed it several times and it's probably one of the coolest things Um, but you're dang sure earning every one of those nails and trims and shoes that you put on mm-hmm. because uh you're going to figure out really quick and it, and it won't take long uh, i will say this it won't take long whether you realize this is for you or it's not for you because um it takes a i think it takes a very special talented person to be a shoeer for a living and and there's some guys out there that will shoe horses i know That will shoe horses and also, too, uh, on their side, like if they want, if they're wanting to retire and transition out, like their mid 30s, I think a horseshoeing gig is you can make it as long as you want to in this business if you're good, but also, too, like those guys that are transitioning out, they're selling equine insurance, they're selling, they're either insurance salesmen. Or or adjusters because it, it allows them to be able to continue to make the revenue that they're making, and and moving on to another skill set. So. Yeah,
0: that's what I was gonna say. Like I don't think, and I don't think you have it on your mind to be a full time farrier for the rest of your days. Mm-hmm. It's more of no, a, like sir. this is a trade that will allow you to be in the industry. You got to do it full time for a a, a, yes, a, a a time I think to get to actually to get to the point where you can charge what you need to charge. Yes, sir. But eventually you're wanting to be involved in other aspects of ranching that yes sir you know like like cory you know he's managing a ranch and shoes them on the side like yes, it's a sir. side hustle uh,
3: that, that's exactly what i was thinking about because uh you mentioned the uh the tcu program ranch management the ranch management program i think that sounds like it's a uh, something that i'd be interested in um just later down the road after yeah. i learn how to shoe
0: yeah, they want you to have experienced a little bit of life. It's yes, not sir. very often they let, you know, 18-, 19-year-old come in there, and, and they they want you to have gone to school maybe or had a job for two, three, four years, experienced life. And uh, and then and it's kind of a process to get in there. I want to say they only let like 35, 36 yeah. in yeah, there at a the time. and.
1: They're very selective,
3: but man, I think that I, if I could get into that, I think that would be a really good thing and the for other, me to do.
1: And for a lot of people that are listening to this, is also for the listeners, not just you, but uh, for a lot of young guys that are wanting to um, uh, maybe, maybe either you're thinking about uh, going to uh, a shoeing school, or or you're thinking about horseshoeing. Is you, you want horseshoeing to be part of your living or part of your life? There's a lot of horseshoers out there in the summertime because in Texas, let's say the lower part of the of Arizona is a it's a specialty state because that's where people go in the wintertime or in the springtime. But for young people that are sitting at home listening to this or wherever, go find if you know a horseshoer, they may not let you. They're not just going to let you grab their tools. Like it's the same thing as interning. They, they're going to want you to come along. You're going to pull shoes. You're going to learn how to pull shoes. You're going to learn how to clean shoes. And then how to finish. Um, Gary Coates, there in San Angelo, he did close to, in the, in the in the prime of that, I remember working for Larry Coates there, the saddle maker. Yes, yeah, sir. He had three kids with him at all times. And his daughters, uh, uh, that they, they Kirby, she would help pull and finish and clean you know what i mean and so there's a process to it like and once you get around it it, it, you know like i watched a lot of people go through there and learn just by pulling cleaning and finishing and it's uh that right there is it's a it's it's a little labor intensive and uh but you learn a lot because you're under a lot of horses and you're with them and you get to learn a bunch so
0: how do you feel about riding you've been on uh maybe what are we 25 head is about how many times you've ridden either Boone or bandito or buckethead buckethead dale or dale brisby dale brisby
3: yeah that's not, i i really like being horseback um once i started uh riding more horses and getting um you know riding more that's when i kind of realized like man i kind of want to really full send it into the into the ranch and the cowboy side of things rather than the bull riding or the or the rodeo side of things Uh, because that's i just found what i really enjoy is being horseback
0: there's so many other trades too you know not just shoeing horses like there's you know obviously guys will be horse trainers by trade like that's just what they do is train horses i don't know i think if you're able to check off If Looking for a job similar to, for instance, what Corey has, you know, where you're running a ranch. Yes, sir. If Mm -hmm. you're able to check as many of those boxes, like you know plenty about horses, you know plenty about cows, you know how to the inside and the outside of a cow. So, like, you know what she needs nutritionally, you know the bare minimum on the vet stuff, but then you also know how to get her in the lot you yes, know sir. how to get her in the pen so you've kind of got to check a lot of those boxes people can specialize you know some people yes sir. just shoe horses there's some people right. there's, just there's run ultrasound machines for vets you know they don't even they're not even a vet themselves they just run the ultrasound for some people uh you know anyhow but i think you're 20 you're 20 right yes sir yeah and you you turned 20 like right before you got here yes sir
3: yeah I turned 20 in June.
0: Man, you're lucky I didn't, like, get wind of your age it before was, you came. It was
3: the week before I came here is when I turned 20. If I'd have
0: known you were 19, you probably wouldn't have got to go home. Nice. That's no slight at you. You're mature, and you're an exception. There's Man, there's, there's like, just a lot of 18, 19-year-olds just, as a rule of thumb, they're just not mature enough yet. I know I wasn't. I was wanting to
1: just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... and 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 I say rule of thumb like I'm talking about just across the board so if you're 18 19 listening to this and you're in the Western industry odds are that you're one of the exceptions to the the rules you know because you know I know um when I was 18 or 19 like I'd been down the road I was going to rodeos by myself like I was handling my own finances and I think I was mature enough to handle an internship for myself but there's some 18 and 19 year olds That are,
3: I feel like even in just like the time that I've been here, I've just gotten,
1: you know, more. Uh, uh, And I think uh, I think at the at the at that age right there, one more thing that I think a lot of young guys, and I'm not saying guys, this goes to gals too, guys and gals, running being able to run a ranch. When you run a ranch, uh, I think there is, uh, there's fencing, water trough cleaning everything that goes with it understanding how it all works and and scientific part the financial part there's a big space right now uh i think in the financial world that specialize just in ag related uh farm and ranch yes uh uh, and and a lot of young people are that they don't want to work on a ranch per se or ride horses or a shoe or anything but they help big ranches manage finances and that's a big thing that makes i think it's one of the biggest things that help make uh, ranches successful and young people have to fill that void Um, so
0: going back to 18 19
1: year olds donnie tell us about an an 18
0: year old donnie daytona and what you would have been like in this position oh man
2: I think I, I don't know. It's hard for me to say because like, I I was a little. I ran a lot more back then. Like when I you know, when I say ran, I just went places and I didn't really think not like exercise. No, right. I like, wasn't doing yeah. it much of that. <laughs> 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 I was like, I I just had so much FOMO about stuff that didn't really matter. And I mean, I looking back, I wouldn't trade it for anything because I had fun. But yeah, like. I was, I I still not really, I'm still not really a big planner for the future. Like, I just kind of try to live for the day, take everything day by day. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, I, I, I was, I was solid enough. Like, I think I maybe could have handled it, but I probably would have been wanting to leave a little more than I do now. Yeah. Just because, like,
0: I was FOMO. Right. Just, like, missing out on. And that's a real thing. Like, people come out to Winnebago and that's a that's that's one reason why a lot of our employees uh, i start off you know 1099 like you're not an employee like hey hold on <laughs> we're out in the middle of nowhere why don't we just see how this goes for two weeks not that you know i think i might not like you but you may not like living here it may have nothing to do with me the job what you're doing but like
3: yes sir.
0: i mean i had one girl work for me one time and she was like oh yeah i came from country lit, you know six weeks later she was back in fort worth it's
2: tough like especially like not knowing any like i i don't know anybody here i never met anybody before and same same as him like it's even smaller than like people that are from here like you know it's
0: hard for me to like you seem very okay with being by yourself though
2: yeah and i've i've been like that pretty much my whole life any of you ranchers out there that know about that (laughs) But I'm just like, I don't know, Bronx is what's on my mind, and I know this is the place to be for that. Like, yeah.
1: I don't know. And that's good. I think that that's really awesome that – because I, I was similar to what you were saying. I was live for today, forget about tomorrow, For, but I was also wanting to go announce rodeos. Yeah. But I knew that um, – I, I think now looking back at the age that I'm at now, I am super glad that – and I'm not saying this to put a damper or burst anybody else's bubble but like nothing really really good happened in my 20s to because because I was not ready I wasn't ready I was not ready to go and uh, I knew I didn't want to work somewhere per se but like like for a long term like I'm going to stay here forever and retire uh-huh. here but like I wanted to go and experience a lot of you know I wanted to go through every time zone back and forth and and be able to do it on my terms
2: absolutely and i was probably the same way i was just like so afraid of getting trapped somewhere yes sir and like, yeah. i don't know <laughs> i see a lot of guys like in their mid-30s and People. stuff that got like eight-year-old nine-year-old kids and stuff and yeah i don't know i just didn't i don't know i see a lot of guys i went
1: to school with and like they just got they got old really quick and you, i was like you were seeing the things that i was seeing like my friends were buying houses, having kids, getting exactly. married, and, yeah. and and like mm-hmm. and
2: there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, there's not.
1: But it shouldn't be um, expected. Yeah, I
2: don't think like shouldn't be pressured into like. Hundred percent. I think um,
0: you're both describing a typical rodeo cowboy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's what Im- like that attitude, and 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 it's not really an attitude. It's it's kind of more of like a, a view on life, and like everything is just like I wanna I wanna. I understand and respect full-time employment and people getting serious about 401ks and health insurance but I'm not ready for that I need a decade of my life mm-hmm. where I'm gonna dedicate
1: it to this sport and I'll come back to that later I tell a lot of people I went on a 10-year vacation 10 or 11 year vacation when I say vacation not like going it to vacation spots because there was times that were really tough. There, taking your licks in the sun comes along with the territory of living with that perspective. Absolutely. You know. So, getting back to,
0: where so where you're at now, like what what is it that has made you comfortable with that transition? How you mean? You were go, go, go FOMO at oh. 18, and now you're willing to live in When of them. I
2: answer that. So, like, I see those people that are still trying to live like that, the go, go, go FOMO, and then they're like, they don't, I don't know, like, they kind of peaked,
0: like, back then, and they're still, I don't know. I, th- How much of that FOMO, though, is like, you legitimately want to experience it yourself, or it's because they're experiencing it?
2: It, back then it was I I it was I wanted to be there like I I wanted to have a good time but now like I realize like that it it doesn't bring me any value and it's not where it's not gonna get me to where I want to be like people people just want things to like they want to start doing something and just want to be way. the greatest at it yeah. and Trip me and Tristan were talking about it the other night he was saying yeah rodeo is not just one big jump it's a ladder you know like it's gonna it's gonna take time and it's gonna take it's gonna take horses and it's it's you to get there i don't know like i i think that if i would have got thrown into this sport as an 18 year old kid and like started going on my own 18 19 20 years old I want to put myself in bad situations just to fail and, like, that's been, been more worried about, like, the party inside. like the, mm-hmm. the, That's what I was saying. I'm glad nothing could happen. It's easy. It's still, like, yeah, that part of it still looks pretty fun. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to get I think
0: it. that's why, you know, like, God's timing is pretty perfect, mm-hmm. you know, just with all of it. Like, right. there's no telling. Just, like, I mean, we're just guessing. What 18 19 year old would have done you absolutely like to, you yeah. like to hope the best yeah but like anyway and maybe this it's perfect timing for you as far as like moving forward are you have you kind of ruled out bull riding
3: yes sir I've kind of ruled out bull riding um just because like I know what I need to focus on and if I get if I you know if I break another wrist now I've broken both of my wrists bull riding <laughs> If so, if I bra- if I like you know quote
2: unquote broke. <laughs> Let's see. I want to see these X-rays. <laughs> I was supposed to
3: get one yesterday, but um. So like, if I get hurt again, that's just gonna take more time for me to like, you know, not get better. Like, like, like I really want to learn how to rope, uh-huh. but that's kind of hard to do, when my my arm is in this brace. Get a wrinkle.
2: It was easy. It was easy for me to realize that <laughs> I I didn't want. I don't know. It was easy for me to realize that I didn't want to put the time in. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I knew how much effort and time it was going to take to legitimately yeah. w- be a working cowboy, and like I knew that I could probably get decent at all of those things with how old I am. But I was like, I just want to ride Bronx, and I don't want to like set myself
1: back from riding bronx by trying to do other stuff I've, a thousand percent i really feel to that um there comes a point in people's lives in in their 20s i think 28 is probably like the hardest year for me and i think for a lot of other people what year 28 okay 28 was 28 was miserable it was tough Why? just because i think you're at that point where you're trying to mature like in that lifestyle like you're trying to mature but you felt like you've wasted so much time and you haven't wasted any Mm -hmm. so like you you you're getting pulled from both sides and donnie and not not so much you because you haven't figured it you you haven't experienced that yet i i i can almost tell you where donnie was when he figured out he wanted to ride bronx and once once that happens there's a there's a point in life i think where you get at that point <clears throat> you are like i want to ride bronx and this other part that's pulling you it just ceases to exist you just yeah. you just go yeah and, and you know like no that's 100 percent. the light bulb yeah. clicks that's happened for me yeah that i think at 28, that's when it happened for me
0: that happened for me when i stopped getting on bareback horses you know that like that <laughs> was one of those things that was pulling me figuratively and literally uh-huh. and i was just like i'm done with that you know like and I didn't ride bareback horses that long at all, like not even enough to get. I mean, I got like six cool pictures, you know, but I enjoyed the hoppers. I hated the Eliminators. And so it so was Casey Field. Yeah. No, <laughs> you can't hide the enjoyment that he gets from spurring even the he loves Eliminators. It. He yeah. loves it. And I did not. And it took me a while to admit that to myself. But there was a point in there where I was just like, done.
1: Because when you're getting on Eliminators and you're riding them, you're, you're making money. And you're rodeoing that and you're too. having fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. But anyway, I think it's really interesting how many freaking calls I get from scammers. Um, no, what's really interesting is uh, just these two guys coming here. And even Wes, like that's it's three completely different mindsets. Like Donnie has, because we're, we're making videos right now. We've got a series out called Just Ranching. And we've got a series called Just Rodeoing. Just Ranching is tips, how to saddle a horse, um, how to uh, tie a, a horn knot, little stuff like that. We've only done three episodes. Same thing with Just Rodeoing, how to tie your bull rope knot, how to do shoot procedure, how to measure your bronc grain. And um, they are two very different things. You know, when you're gonna look at what we actually do um, for the videos, it's, it's cool to me that you have come here, and now you're solely focused on ranching. Yes, sir. You know, and you're, we're able to teach you that. You're able to learn it. You come here. You're solely fo- focused on riding Bronx, and it, it's worked. Uh, Wes was kind of in the middle. Wes wanted to do all of it on both sides of the coin, and I think Wes, Wes <clears throat> and he was okay with the outcome, meaning that he wasn't going to be the greatest bull rider of all time. And it would take him longer to be, you know, he was cool with, it would take him longer to be a top hand because he was splitting his time with all of it. Yes, sir. But, I mean, it's really, ultimately, it's your story. Absolutely. And and, and what we talked
2: about. But that's the thing. You just got to realize. You got to realize what what the outcome is going to be. Right. You can't. That's exp-
0: exactly what I was about to say. You Remember can't. Remember Jeremy. Yeah. He was talking about that vision you have. Mm-hmm and most people have a vision of what they want their life to be like but they're not realistic about what it's going to take to be Absolutely. there and then all of a sudden they look up when they're 55 and they're like wait a second i thought i was going to own a beach house and they don't so like when you're 20 or 24 or, tw- or 36 whatever age you are like if you'll map if you if you know where you want to be you got to be realistic about how you're going to get there
2: honestly i try to go <coughs> worst case scenario when i right. when i'm envisioning anything like just you know this. I never, I never, ever expected to be like where I'm at in my bronc riding this soon.
1: Absolutely not. That's what I was talking about. You know, when it hit, when it hits, it's like you, you, you're just you know. And, and like
2: I got on my first one back in February and didn't get on another one until May, maybe yeah. June. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Yeah, it was probably June. It was after Memorial Day. Are you sure? I think so.
0: Dang, was it that long? Yeah,
2: it was a long time.
0: I mean, we didn't want to go, you know, because we didn't want to have to risk going to the hospital. Yeah,
2: I didn't want to go to a hospital.
0: Yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen when I got back on. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> and, and, uh, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy, so happy with where I'm at. But, like, obviously yeah. want to keep go, like, going.
0: But 21, Bronx? Yes, sir. Yeah. I think it's 22. I don't know. I think it's we'll 22. go to our
2: worst case scenario, twenty one.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool, and it's also interesting that y'all about been on. Of course, you're you're y'all been on the same amount of horses. Yours being stock stock saddle, his being a bronc saddle. Yes, sir. But anyway, I'm cold. I turned the AC on for cheap. Just because the vent is
1: pointed at you. Don't don't do this right now,
0: dude. I've been coming in, and you had a hoodie on this morning. Yeah, you
1: looked like the Unabomber because. <laughs>
0: i've been taking cold showers
1: I i've already it. talked about it on
0: one podcast I took i'm on, a
3: cold shower this morning too i wasn't chilly
0: i'm on day nine yeah well that's because you were feeding you didn't have to come into the warehouse and the be vent in the
1: is pointed right at you that's why i'm cold yeah you yep. could share you could point it somewhere else when you turn it on. i don't think you can <laughs> it's in a window <laughs> it's a window unit cheech well that's what i'm saying like the vent
0: or switch like, seats or go point the vent at yourself. Don't knock over those expensive cameras. I'm not.
1: It's fine. Just how it is. The you're cam- just glad the, it's on. Well, uh, you're the one complaining about I'm it. Not, so. I was complaining about it earlier. I'm not complaining about it. You're the one that started complaining. No,
0: I'm just explaining all no, you that guys. That was a complaint.
1: That was a complaint.
0: I'm explaining mm-hmm. all you guys need to be taking cold showers. It is the kiddies' titties.
1: What? Why Why? What's? Uh, I'm, so the other day, <laughs> I Dude, decided. We had to get up yesterday
0: morning at 3 a.m., I'm Oof, driving down the, the road, road at 3:45, and I feel wide awake because I took a mm. cold shower. It just wakes you up. So and of course it sucks in the moment, but you take a three-minute cold shower. after rock and roll. You're ready to rock and roll. You're ready to ranch. You're Great. ready to Have
1: ranch. You, so I don't know. Did y'all ever? Did y'all see? Did you watch my Instagram story or my Snapchat the other day? I legitimately cleaned out a water trough, and then I was like, "I'm just gonna fill it back up and get in this thing." <laughs> when you took the Epsom salt. I did. Yeah. I dumped Epsom salt in there because that kills everything. Dude, how do you get
2: wet with your shirt on? I could not. Like that gives me claustrophobia just thinking about it. Really?
0: Yes. Are you
1: gonna do that when the filming starts? Probably next month. I will. Because we might have a lake day. I, uh, um, yeah. Except you can't put Epsom salt in the lake. Well, you can. No.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. You can.
1: I like water troughs because it's a controlled environment, and uh, I don't have to hold on to the edges. Can y'all swim? Do y'all swim good? I can swim like a fish. For real? Mm-hmm. I think that's good. What about you?
0: I mean, I can swim good enough. <clears throat> Sometimes I work out. Like, swimming is a workout. I don't you know, Yeah, I
2: don't know if I could sh- say swim like a fish. I'm not like a, an Olympic swimmer, mm.
1: but like in a lake, I can hold my breath for a pretty good while. <sighs> Hannah's yeah. going to punch me in the face for this, but yeah. I... Hannah. Hannah who? When you went noodling. Oh. Don't say Hannah. Hoop. Hannah. Who's full?
0: Try and play cool. I <laughs> Hannah, I was Hannah hoping hoop. that
1: Donnie did not. He, I'm glad that he didn't do the sandlot thing and act like he was drowning so you could go in there and get him. I was like, dang. Don't do it, Donnie. Why didn't we do that?
2: Yeah. Because I respect women. <laughs> She's tough. You opened She's, tougher. Your... She's tougher than most guys I know. You'd have opened your eyes and Jeff would have been giving yeah. you out the <laughs> Okay. Wow, that was loud. but. Um, some girls, some girls do stuff on Instagram for the clout. I think is that what is it, the what for the clout? You know, okay. like just they'll pose like, uh-huh. like. And Jeff and Hannah told us that like, I don't. Never mind. But anyways, she that chick is one hundred percent legitimate. Like, yeah,
3: she's tougher than the rest.
0: Like, yeah, doesn't no. She's gonna fake be, anything. Like, if this their camera died. She she's still gonna do yeah. it, yeah. Like right. she, and I respect the yeah, crap out of that, uh,
2: cause there's not a lot of people in this world that still uh, that are like
0: that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, More people, yeah. I think for me, it was a bucket list thing. Ever since like I was a kid and I heard what yeah. Newland was, there were some people around us that did it. Like I, it made me nervous just hearing the story. You know, and especially since I didn't know how. So it was a bucket list thing for me. Are you
1: guys just in waist-deep water or, you know, like it up can, to here?
0: It can get up to your chest. The deepest we were in was like chin. Yeah. Where I had to get like this to have your water. And there's, I mean, people were throwing rocks at us just because we were in such shallow water. And there's plenty of people that got to swim way down. But that, to me, like, that's a level of toughness I don't care to explore. I know. Like, I just, it makes me nervous. People die in water, period. Like, Every day. People die in water, a
1: lot more than people die in the rodeo arena. So, so the catfish that you guys did catch, did you guys clean and eat it? No, no I we threw them all back. Went back, huh? We weren't
0: just we, Donnie and I weren't in a position where we were gonna be like we were at their mercy. Yeah, they were gonna have to help us do everything. They'd also driven a long ways. We were all tired. I didn't want to, and I, I had a funny feeling he wasn't gonna let me pay him. You know, um, and so. Then I was gonna be. I didn't want to ask them to do it. I didn't want to. I didn't mean, like, hey, can y'all help me clean this fish? Because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't cleaned a fish fish since I was like 14. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could figure it out. But regardless, like, we didn't have any tools. We didn't have any nothing. Yeah. But they throw like 99% of theirs back. But I do want to try some of that blue blue cat.
1: I thought they. I the think
0: that flatheads flathead one, one tastes better. Yeah. I don't know. Flatheads. Yeah. I'm anyway. not a big fisherman. Are you a hunter? No, you're a very short fisherman. <laughs> like do you like to dove hunt?
2: I dove hunt some we'll dove hunt a weekend or two, but duck hunting's where it's at. We I I'm not trying to brag or nothing, but we did it a lot.
1: And Nick, are you can you legally handle a firearm?
3: Uh just not in the state of Arizona.
1: Just not in Arizona. <laughs> Why? It's not in Arizona.
3: Don't ask. <laughs> I just did.
1: Or is there something that we need? To?
3: Yeah, I can't be within 20 feet of a school either. <laughs>
0: well, He's <that's> just joking <laughs> about both of them. Kidding, it's kidding. Way over, it's way over their heads. Just
1: Any inter- I feel like an intern too. That needs to, that has to come, uh, that that decides they're gonna come up here. They need to be they need to be handy with the steel. They need to be safe with the steel before be they're handy, handy with, the steel with, the steel, with the steel. You know
3: what I mean? Earn your keep. I,
1: I, I, I get scared around people that have, like, never really been around guns. Like, dude, is that gun got bullets in it? And I'm like, yeah, put it down. Like, yeah, We it's don't a-
0: really – obviously I'm not going to tell anybody they can't have one because – but we just don't do a lot with guns around no. here. Like, um, I know, like, pretty much every intern has, you know – shot them before hunted or something typically people that come and want to be my intern are in that you know industry to some extent but uh yeah i have had people work for me before like one time we we were down at uh at the other place before we moved Um, here Yes, we were uh i had some guys from california come in and were working for me and uh really handy with a horse um but we we're hunting hogs, and I step out of the truck, and I shoot at this hog crossing the the road in front of us. <laughs>
2: you gonna talk about this on camera?
0: No, oh, it was the, on the, the road, the ranch road. The ranch road, oh, okay. yeah, not like the county road. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're out on <laughs> Highway 380. This <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> no, we're on a ranch road. We're coming around the corner to a tank and a lot of trees, and so hogs come out of the trees were crossing and I come out and fire off two shots and I hear two more right here and I look over and <laughs> the kid had jumped out of the truck and had a freaking 1911 in the back of his pants and was shooting I was like whoa not gonna work not gonna work like number one I got it it's one pig number two don't ever do I mean like that's just that's crazy so and I like are you a good shot?
1: Uh, not as good as Leroy. As Leroy, well, you a good shot? Yeah, he's pretty good. What but about you, Chichi? You a good shot? I'm pretty good. Are you? Yeah, I got to hang out with some guys that shot. Uh, they got to, you know, they shoot long range competitions. So. I can't
2: shoot open sights very well with a rifle, but. No, I can't do that. That's hard. That's tough.
0: If you could shoot iron sights with a rifle and be do that. accurate. I'm decent with, with uh with waterfowl like if the conditions are right. If I got a good gun, if I'm sitting in a good spot, like I can I can handle my own and I'm not gonna go hungry if they're but if it's if it's a not a good
1: gun and they're way out there or I'm sitting weird, I don't know. I think um I think th- one of the neatest things to do, though, is when you do get a chance to go and hunt with some really good guys um, is you get to, they, they get to figure you out, you know, before they take you out there and put you uh, on, whether it's hogs, whether it's deer, whether it's, I think one of the funnest experiences I ever had hunting was going and doing a, we stocked uh, a, a mule deer outside of Monahan's on this Pretty cool place, but it was like you had to crawl, walk. We walked like seven miles that day, just <clears throat> following this big <clears throat> muley around, and finally got a shot at him. And it was work, but um, I think uh, the reason I was asking about hunting was like it's summer's coming towards the tail end. We still got August, and then September, you know, dove the season comes around. Yeah.
2: yeah, I haven't hunted in Texas yet. I wanted to. I wanted to kill a turkey here, mm.
0: but it just didn't work out mm-hmm. what expand just a little bit more i got to go back to this nick because i was curious about it and and it's one of the reasons why i wanted to talk to you today uh so it's going to distract from ranching but is that the only reason that you stopped riding bulls
3: um <clears throat> i mean like yes sir pretty yeah pretty much it, had,
0: it didn't have anything to do with like breaking your other wrist
3: I mean, like... It's okay if it did.
0: I don't care. I'm just curious because that's what we do every day. We buck bulls. We ranch. We're constantly... We're filming. And so this is just an opportunity where people may be interested in it. And if that's the reason, that's fine. But if there's a little more to it... Because there's kids out there that are wanting to do it. Yeah. And it it would be interesting for anybody to hear how somebody's opinion might change.
3: Well, I think having the exact same injury on both sides like uh-huh. literally like when i got this one x-rayed it was it like mat. it was like same spot broke the same way um just on this hand and i was like maybe this is a sign from from god or something from god that uh so you didn't break riding. your
1: own wrist did you you didn't you I know, didn't
3: whack oh like, no uh, i just didn't want to get on bulls anymore <laughs> you know. i just got scared um <clears throat> But no, that was just that was just like a sign for me that was like, you know because I started I really started if I'm being 100 percent honest, I started riding bulls to get to like be around the kind of people that like I thought it would put me in a place to maybe work for yep work for kelp like you know mm-hmm. learn how to become a cowboy kibble, cowboy. Kibble. kibble, kibble because like I, th- I thought that, that was really cool and it looked like something that I wanted to do so like i thought well heck if i go to some of these buckouts and you know maybe i'll meet some people and i can so
0: that was kind of the attitude you had when you got here yes sir and that's kind of what you thought yes sir. then well, you rode 511 for five seconds and it seemed like you caught a new interest in it well i mean it was just it's fun i mean and so it's, but then you broke your wrist and it kind of was, reminded you back to what you originally thought yes sir. Is that would happen
3: yes sir because i was like you know it is really it is really fun and like it's it's something that I enjoy, but it's not something that I want to make a career out
0: of. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, like I said, I felt that same way. Like for instance, against with bareback riding, with bareback. Riding. Yeah, like I mean, there ain't a dang thing wrong with, and I, I mean it's rough stock event. So, I know you said you heard me use the term recreational, bull rider, or I didn't No, I didn't one. use that. You came up with that term. Um,
1: recreational bull rider.
0: It's like, that is a, that's, that's like kind of silly, I think. Yeah, it's kind of, that's,
3: it's like, cause if you're going to do, if you're going to ride bulls or really any rough stock event, like I think you either go balls to the walls, full send it a hundred percent, or you just don't do it.
0: What I was talking about was the Tony Hawk. What you brought up was like, I was talking about Tony Hawk. Somebody, because what I've seen in rodeo is there's a lot of guys that, they may not have the time to dedicate to try to be a world champion but the thing about rodeo is you've got so many different other associations you've even got other circuits within the prca or you've got amateur associations yes so like i've seen a lot of guys that they're they set a goal to be the you know their amateur association champion but within that, and, and that would be what I'm talking about when, when I say, like, you're a skater, but you don't want to be a Tony Hawk. In that amateur pursuit, you still got to be all in. Yes, sir. Mentally. Yes. Sir. Like, you got to be, especially in the rough stock. Yes, sir. Because if you're not all in, that's when you get hurt. Yes, sir. Um, so oh. I think I think that's... Almost will get you hurt. Almost get you hurt. <laughs> almost. And broke. Yeah. Because that's where the term recreational seem to be a little bit that's what raised my eyebrow about recreational because you can be a recreational golfer and it's fine
3: you go play on the weekends
0: right and nobody's gonna get hurt yeah (laughs) except whoever's down the fairway and you hit them because you yeah but in bull riding it's hard to just recreational bull ride because you might wind up with two broken wrists
3: and it could get in the way of
0: what you actually want to do. But more importantly, in your case, it will get in the way of
1: your big goal now, which yes. is ranching. Be a rancher. So, a kid comes to to Dale. He comes to Winnebago. He gets on two or three bulls. And your loading bulls were there at the beach. And all of a sudden, this kid turns to you and says... I don't want to get on anymore. What are your thoughts? Like, okay, I'm good. I'm good with it, but, but later on, don't. Like, this is your decision right now, or for, for like, you don't want to get on right now, or you don't want to get on ever. Um, I'm a hundred percent good with that. If yeah.
0: somebody tells me that,
1: yeah, I've <laughs> had a kid get here, and he was like,
0: I've been on 40 or 50, and I want to be like. That's all I want to do. I want to ride bulls. I want to learn how to ranch. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. live too close to the city. Mm-hmm. I hate my job. I want to come work for you, and I can handle these bulls. I run in a herd bull, and this joker won't nod his head. Won't. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't. I had to come back the next day, and... I didn't know what to do about it, but essentially, I mean, I pulled him out of the bucket shoot, and I was like, you can't do that because that's the most dangerous part. But what I'm getting at, to answer your question, yeah. I'd much rather 100,000% have Nick say, yeah, man, that's just not the direction I want to go because that's cool. Like I said, and- I've said it with bareback. The problem is, is when you act like yes, you're something that you're not and you know you're not, mm-hmm. but you want you know, you to insta-pick, or you want just don't be somebody. You're not. Or you just yeah. want to like act like you live that life. Or, yeah. You know, you want to wear wear the clothes at the bar and just talk about it. You know, um, that's what's not cool. An actual real life poser. That's what that is. Somebody that's trying the sport out and then they decide they don't want to do it. I mean, I
1: see a lot of people. The reason that I say that is, is because I think in team <laughs> roping, uh, in roping events all the time, people that are starting out. The same thing. Um, They get to the, they get back into the box, and they're just like, just so tense. They're not even breathing. They don't realize they hadn't taken a breath until their horse leaves the box and they're down at that end. And you're like, don't. I try to tell some of these young kids. For some of you guys that are at the house, listen. I don't make a living with rope, but I go to enough places to rope where you can see people that they don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, want, I my message right now is is like, if you don't want to do it, it is okay to say, mm-hmm. man, I, I this is not me, I'm I'm not that guy. But with you in turn saying, don't be a poser. Like, there's a there's a big difference. But I, I just want it for for a lot of people that, because I I get DM'd two or three times a week. How do I get started in rodeo? How do I get started in team roping? How, what what's you know like. And you get those people there, because when you leave the box on a on a pretty high-powered head horse, it's like being on a top fuel funny car. You're leaving with a lot of just torque. You're going, and for a lot of people, they're not in control at that point. But it, it's okay, because you can always scale down. Just like bulls, you can you can you can throttle them back. But my that's why I asked you for a lot of people that are watching like it's okay to say man this is this isn't for me this is not what i want to do and donnie have you ever kind of been in a situation where you're like man this isn't this isn't me this is i know i didn't want to ride bulls yeah
2: Uh, i knew that long before i stopped riding bulls. but i wanted to ride bronx i didn't want to
0: piss off dale yeah I i didn't i didn't want
2: him to think i didn't have
0: the fight to do it I think the way which is another level of appreciation. Like yes. that was just you—you you saw that for some reason is like, I don't know. You saw that like. I think it's easier to eat crow. That was a stepping stone for you, mm-hmm. and you saw it as a as a as a means to get to yeah, where you wanted absolutely. to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Because I knew I didn't have experience. Didn't have experience on rough stock. Had to get it somewhere. And like figure out what it's like to be on a bucking animal. But, I was
1: in a situation. Well, go ahead, go ahead, finish.
2: I mean, that's just, I, I mean, that's pretty much all I was going to say. I, but.
1: I was in a situation the other day that. Uh, okay, I was in a situation where this guy, he does not make a living, with a rope, with a horse, or anything. And and this is why I'm saying this. It is my one of my biggest pet peeves. It'll make me mad enough, to where. It'll bother me enough to where I will just load my stuff up and go home. Mm -hmm. Is the guy that is there trying to be like Rudy and has never entered a rodeo? One, been to a bunch of jackpots, but he's over there. He's the guy that's over there trying to train on everybody. And he's like, man, that's just my competitive nature. I want to help everybody. No, don't try to big league people. I think and I, I I kind of seen it you know a lot a couple years ago in some rough stock events going to announce them but I think that guy is the epitome of I just literally want to rope them from their two feet and give him a shapping yeah because I,
2: I don't I don't like that I don't either and you see that in almost everything in the world really mm-hmm. like I mean I, I it's hard for me like kids would come to me and ask me stuff and i'm like i'm not the person to tell you because i haven't done
1: yeah nothing like you you're know, not like, you're okay with saying i don't know
2: absolutely because yeah, i don't, don't. like yeah. and i'm never like this is a process for me yeah like
0: i, I think there's a point in there where you know in the land of the blind one-eyed man is king you know and you just gotta if you're the one-eyed man it's okay to teach somebody but when somebody else comes, shows up that's got two eyeballs, you better uh-huh. let him stay, do it. Yeah, teaching. stay back and listen. Like you know? that's that's
2: I don't know. I, I definitely learned that growing up because my uncles were ruthless. They would just tell me like, "Don't say that stuff and pay attention." Like,
1: right, but but I guess what I'm getting at is is like the guy that has no business trying to teach anybody yeah. that is has no bit bu- like. So for instance, it's if I show up
0: at your roping pin. Hmm. I think it's completely acceptable for you to give me roping lessons on how I work my horse in the box. Then Trevor Brazil shows up, you're going to probably stop talking and look over at Trevor and let him talk. Probably, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, when somebody shows up and Trevor's in the pen and somebody starts training – to flex on everybody and show yes. or specifically show trevor how much they know that's the ridiculous
1: part and i think that's the person you're talking and about and vice versa but what? why are you throwing rocks at rudy rudy was the man rudy was but rudy didn't go back and but here's the here's the other thing Rudy no. didn't do what you're talking about no no Ru- rudy didn't do exactly he rudy said like, a, they're trying to act like rudy because because there's no there's there's nothing wrong with going hard I will. If you're going to mess up, my motto is mess up 100%. Dude, they called me Rudy in high school. And I it, was, like,
0: little. Mm-hmm. And I but was you were like, going oh, fast. Oh, man, I was on the practice squad. You know, I was, like, a freshman in and, yeah. and high school. And these seniors and juniors, big. We had some – I mean, I was so little, everybody was big. But anyway, yeah, that's what they called me. I was – I will go full speed and get knocked out. That's
1: it. That's okay. That is okay. But what I'm saying, too, and also, too, the guy that's – when if Dale was to come or you or any one of y'all to come and, and rope, learn how to rope, like I'm going to say, man, I don't know how to, I'm I'm not real sure if I'm teaching you the right way. Let's call somebody or let's watch something to, to, to make sure I'm I'm giving you the right advice. I, I
2: agree that you should, uh, I mean, I guess if you're gonna make a mistake, you should make it at hundred miles an hour. But when someone is around and they're trying to teach you, there's a difference between listening and hearing. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, ri- don't just say yes. Like, like, really try to analyze what the what they're telling you, and because there's a reason to do everything, and it can really m- make or break a process
1: in anything you do. Like, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think Nick, have you found that one thing that you're really interested in and want to learn, and you're you you've just started sponging, like when Dale goes to talk to you or, or Donnie, like just yes or sir, sir?
3: just um like anything that has to do with, like, horses yeah, or being handy. Like, I try to listen to everything. Like, when we went to go wean the other day, like, everything that uh, all those guys that are, like, pretty handy would say, like, I was trying to pay attention and kind of think about, like, what they were saying and why they were doing something a certain way.
1: Did you ask questions? Yes, yeah, sir. Okay.
3: Well, um, and then just, like... Like the older, there was an older gentleman there, and just like I would try to listen to just whatever he said, and um, you know, because obviously he's been doing it longer, you know, or been doing it the longest. So like, what he says is probably, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's been a lot. There's of, a reason why he's a saying. Reason, it. Yeah, there's a reason why he's saying it. So. Well,
0: um, Nick, excited for you. Once you know your direction, that's a fun feeling. Just. Um, so, we're gonna go around the horn. I'm gonna start with you, Nick. Why don't you give some life advice? Life advice. Shut up and listen. I like it. Donnie. Well, I don't know. You never have life advice. I know
2: because I gave it all out while we were, while we were talking. Oh, Just. Uh,
0: be you. Don't try to be someone you're not. It's a ladder, Thank not a jump. Me.
1: It's a ladder, not a jump. I like that. Go ahead, Cheech. Learn as much as you can. Be young if you're wanting to be in this lifestyle. Just go in and and uh, go at it full speed. Don't don't try to make I the process faster
0: autograph sheet today that I signed and uh the person said this person got hurt and can't rodeo anymore and they need help moving forward and so I said on to the next one and what that means to me and has always meant is that when you're on to the next one and you're you've got the windshield in front of you your rear view mirror makes up about three percent of the view of your windshield and that's about how important what behind you is about three percent so what's in front of you and where you're going is 90 is of 97 percent importance to where you're at right now and i'm not saying what what what's happened isn't important at all it's just when you compare it to where you're going that's what's really important yeah and so
1: that's really deep man on to the next one on the you next didn't know
0: that's what db meant when he said on to the next one did you yeah also we just released new caps t-shirts backpacks i don't do many plugs i don't do pre-roll or mid-roll but here's a post roll if you're interested in rodeo time caps dale wear, backpacks i know school just start or is going to start soon check it out DaleBrisby.com. Uh i'm going to go post this right now that way you can if you're listening to the podcast version we're going to do free shipping through this weekend friday saturday sunday Uh, It's July 24th, so... um, Yeah, I'm just just trying to let them know. Like, I don't do that very often, but occasionally i got to let y'all know, because that's that's what keeps the lights on here. That's why we get to do what we get to do. Yeah. So, the most comfortable t-shirt you will ever wear, guaranteed. They are pretty comfy.
1: I'm just glad the AC's on. That's comfortable enough for me. Also, take a cold shower. It's going to change your life. Mm. Well... Dell, where to come to a store near you, or right here at DellBrisby.com. Pow,
0: pow, and on to the next one.